The Sunshine Patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. The winter is coming. Did you hear the call? Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join Odin and Tyr and answer. Hello, welcome to the Winter Calls podcast. I'm Odin. This is Tim. And today we're going to talk about cancel culture and silencing, but with a twist. We're going to do it for both sides. <laughs> uh, dude, uh, okay, let, let's start out with the freedom of speech. All right, let me just say this. One thing I have never understood on anyone's side is that you'd want to silence anyone. This nation is built on a principle. The First Amendment is there for a reason. Yep. Right? The second one's just there in case the first don't work out. Right. Like was okay, that, Dave I, Chappelle? Yeah, it's like... <laughs> cancel culture um but no i mean like i don't get why you'd want to silently like, we're, we're built on a melting pot everyone has a right to their own ideal their own statement their own opinion but we have <laughs> we turned into wrong think is and wrong speak are the next most heinous crimes well you know i always laugh when people go that's hate speech okay technically let's let's just get this out of the way there is no such thing as hate speech in according to the law I mean, there might be now, but officially there's no actual legal definition for hate speech. Saying something that, or somebody saying something that you don't like is not hate speech. You're confusing, you know, Tom McDonald, I think, said it best. You know, don't confuse, you know, hate speech as something you don't like. You know what I mean? So, I mean, we get cancel culture from the left, but at this point we expect it, you know. You don't agree with what I'm saying. You don't agree with my opinions. Then you're hateful. And I am a firm believer that the First Amendment is sacrosanct, and it was designed to protect unpopular speech, not popular speech. If you believe in the First Amendment, then someone should be able to say anything they want. Now, we have added caveats to freedom of speech. Uh, there are nine of them, according to the law. Uh, you know, like slander you can't say, inciting violence, fighting words, that kind of stuff. You can't scream fire in a uh, theater unless there is actually a fire in the theater. So they crack down on it and I scream tyranny. You would get me for dereliction with the law unless there actually is tyranny. So I'm just saying that, uh, that's just one option. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you would think about that though, is uh, on a, in a situation like that, it, the definition of whether or not there is tyranny in this example would be subjective to the person in charge. True. <laughs> <laughs> so technically, you know, but no, cancel culture, it, it's one of those things where people don't like what someone else says. So they, they do everything in their power to destroy that person, to ruin their reputation, to remove them, to silence them by any means necessary. Uh, you get it a lot more on social media. It's a lot more prevalent and in your face. It's only time it actually times. truly exists. 
if you think about it. If you have, you know, if you silence somebody in the real world, how? How are you going to silence them? They always have the ability to speak, right? unless you're going to knock them out, right? Or have them in prison. Cancel culture really only exists in on the digital platform. Fair, but I'd like to add one thing that uh, you didn't mention earlier. Yes, everyone has a right to say whatever they fucking want to, but there are consequences for saying it. True. Freedom of speech does not mean freedom uh, from consequences. The founding fathers were totally uh, astute to that fact that they sit here and they realize that liberty, which is, you know, the freedom of speech is a liberty, is freedom plus personal responsibility. Like, you had a personal responsibility to not abuse your own rights. And if somebody did, there would be consequences for it. But it... And that's something that, you know, like, let's take TikTok, for example, right? We're just going to use an example here that I believe a lot of people that will start listening to this will will understand better. It's like when you, you know, you get that ban for community guideline violation, you get that ban for being nude, and you're wearing full clothes. It's like they try to silence you that way because they disagree with you. I've always been against that, no matter what they say. I mean, think about this. You and I never reported the person that was doing death threats against us. No matter how slanderous they get, we haven't reported them. Why? Because they have the right to say it. Now, we have the right to retaliate or the right to seek retribution or or justice, but they have the right to say it. To, to actually deny them that right would violate my core principles and believing in the, the First Amendment and the Constitution as it is written. Now, when we say that you know, when we're talking about reporting, we're talking about reporting for stupid things. We're not report. We're not talking about reporting for stuff like uh, child trafficking or you know uh, pedos or you know those types of people. Those people should be reported and they should be shamed because what they're doing is an illegal act. But for me to sit here and go, hey, you know, the president sucks or. Hey, I think your stance on such and such a topic is stupid, and here's my reasons why. You don't get the right. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. That last one's not censorship. Are you talking? Well, it depends. Are you saying that you're reporting them for that last one, or are you saying that making a video saying that I think your ideology is stupid and here's why is censorship? No, 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 no. I'm talking about then they retaliate and have oh by reporting it down, right? Okay, Uh, you know, and and I, I keep wanting to tell people that the First Amendment wasn't designed to protect your fragile feelings. It was designed to harbor free thought. Period. You have two choices. You don't like something one ignore it or two say something back if you're not able to do either of those things it makes you a coward being offended is not a valid third option so that's not when i tell people that i don't report i mean it when i tell people that if they're going to say something i will either block you or ignore you i mean it if i want to kill a situation i'll let you attack me because it says more about your character than it does mine Right. (laughs) Things that are on just obvious display. But what I don't understand, though, is when they flip it around and and they think that you are willing to silence them. It's like, why? I, I don't understand. Like, if you honestly disagree with someone and you think that they are completely wrong, like there is no logical sense in what they say and you can prove that, why would you silence them? 
because you would rather them, you know, rather than call them a fool, you'd rather them run their mouth and remove all doubt. Right. And, and I believe that wholeheartedly. I'm not going to sit here and defend myself against baseless accusations of wrongdoing. I'm not going to sit here and come after you, though I could, right? Because I'm the adult of the group, apparently. I don't want an adult anymore. <laughs> That's fine. I'm not going to respond. Why? Because it's not worth my time. And I'm not going to change your mind anyhow. For you to come after me with certain attacks, I don't have to respond. Because everybody's going to see, especially if you, like, we'll go back to TikTok. If I've been off the platform for 21 days now, I've been off the platform for 21 days now, and yet I still live rent-free in people's heads. They still want to talk smack. And that's fine. I don't care. By all means, go ahead. Because the people who know me know better. And the people who think they know better than me don't know me. So, I mean, let's be honest. There, it is. It would be very easy to sit here and just burn every bridge and just destroy the other people. Like, bring up, you know, dox them. Which is illegal, by the way, if I release it publicly for malicious intent. Right? I could do it. Or, and or mass reporting them. And mass report. Or sit here and contact, you know, certain parties that aren't mentioned, right, and bring them up. And I could do that, but I'm not going to because it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me. And, you know, and you already hate me enough that I live lamp free on your head and you haven't seen or heard a comment from me in 21 days. And I'm still and see, that's in your why, head. That's why I don't like cancel culture. It, it, this may sound, uh, congratulations, Odin. I'm going to show everybody how evil I really am. But the fact that I can live rent-free in your head, and I don't have to do anything, means I won. And I'm an evil, evil son of a bitch that's going to sit there and relish the fact that I won. And I don't have to say anything. Why would I cancel you? You are just going to continue to make my point. People will see that they're attacking somebody who's not fighting back, not making videos, not on the app, all of that stuff, and they just can't let it go. It says more about your character than it does mine. And that's all there is to it. We talked about can't I want to get back and focus on cancel culture from sides, not necessarily what's happening to us, because eventually karma will settle themselves out. So. <laughs> let's talk about the left then. So how many times have you heard, like, let's say Dave Chappelle is one that we mentioned earlier, where he makes a, an off-color joke or a joke that someone doesn't agree with because they're spineless and have no backbone anymore. Um and then we try to cancel them. We try to remove them from Netflix. We remove them from having any ability to speak. We remove them from TV shows. All because we disagree with them. Well, when That's you, a leftist mentality. When you are a celebrity or a comedian, especially comedian, you know, the last strongholds of freedom should all, is, is always the preachers, and, you know, the pulpits, and the, com and the comic. And when you are that uh, much of a brand name or popular uh comic it boosts your value because people are going to be like hey why are they trying to shut him down you know if they had sit here and they had just ignored dave chappelle for the offensive stuff he said he wouldn't be half as popular as he is right now i'm just saying <laughs> that's how it True. works when the left tries to take somebody down they increase the value look at what happened with chick-fil-a 
you know, they're going to boycott Chick-fil-A, blah, 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 blah. They're going to boycott uh, or can't boycott is what they called cancel culture before the digital age. Right. They're going to try and boycott Hobby Lobby. Guess what? People went out and supported those businesses. Why? Because they're just as sick and tired of the bullshit as everybody else. But you okay, no, it's simpler very, than that. Huh? It's simpler than that. Because fuck you. That's why. Yeah, this is America. Pretty, pretty <laughs> this is America. You That's can't what we tell do. Me where I can and cannot go. That's why I I laughed when they started to bring out the COVID nine or the vaccine mandates. You're gonna get this shot. You know, I was in line to go get a shot, and you told me I had to. Fuck you, dude. Straight up, let's go, Brandon. Bullshit, right? I mean, come on. Right. <laughs> and it and it's one of those things I don't get it, and it's not just people anymore. It's yeah. not just people. It's not comics. It's not people saying something. And not only that, then they reach into something you said 15, 20 years ago. Right. Right. But we're going to be able to bring up your past and use it to cancel you. But if you bring it up about a criminal or something else, uh, that just doesn't fit. But it's it's icons. And in that fervor, and here's the danger of cancel culture to me, in that fervor to be politically correct and to silence the opposition you end up doing more damage to your own position but the left we expect it from them well think about it you know they've canceled what land of lakes the the indian the you know oh i can't think uncle ben <laughs> aunt jemima it's like in your fervor to make sure that people were not making money off of a minority you made it to where there's only white faces in advertising now fair when you go into it uh, not only that, though, think about this, though. The Chicago Indians. They're now, what, the Guardians? The Cleveland Indians? Yeah, whatever. That shows you how much I pay attention to America's favorite pastime. <laughs> think about it, though. though. When they change the Indians' name to the Guardians, it doesn't seem like much on the surface until you dig down and realize why they had the name Indians. Do you know why? Uh, wasn't it out of tribute? It was out of tribute. The first professional American baseball players that were Native American were on that team. And it kind of just meshed, and they they started calling themselves the Indians, and they did it as a tribute. And then you you sit here and realize, so in your fervor for social justice and political correctness and cancel culture, you've terminated a tribute to the people you're supposed to be upholding. Then they get mad when you cancel something of theirs. Like, I don't know, the George Floyd statue got painted on it, and apparently that's just a national travesty. They can take other statues and just destroy them because they don't fit their political agenda. <laughs> Again, there's the other thing I said about cancel culture. It's funny to me that we're going to talk about things you did you know, in a different time, in a different place, 30, 40 years ago, or because you were in a different time or place, like George Washington or anything like that, Christopher Columbus, and we're going to just, you know, denigrate you as evil, classify you as what is wrong with America, and remove you in the name of justice. Yes. Even though your actions are what led to this nation being free. Well, it's the, it's the hypocrisy for me. You're going to cancel some people because they're on the right, or they're people that you diametrically oppose to. And yet your side can be guilty of the exact same thing, if not worse, and you're going to give them a pass. Let's talk about former presidents and current presidents and 
you know, you want to include, you want to count the last one as being a racist. Okay, I'm still waiting for evidence. And, but this one has 47 years of documentation in which we can point to on many cases with video and audio presentation, if you wish, saying racist words. And one oh, but, is okay. but, but Odin, Odin, you cannot bring that up. People change. How about they tore down the Abraham Lincoln statue because they thought that he was just oppressing. And we can discuss Abe Lincoln all you want, but he didn't own a slave. <laughs> But Kamala Harris' family did, and yet it's okay for her, but not for him. Or we're going to sit here and say uh, Robert E. Lee. I, I know that you really, really, really want to say these quotes, so I'm going to give the overview and you can say the quotes. <laughs> Robert E. Lee is this horrible human being. They, gave, they, they converted Arlington from Robert E. Lee's homestead and his land because Abraham Lincoln said that it, you know, all of the dead lay on Lee's feet. But Lee made a quote and Abraham Lincoln made a quote. I guess since they're canceling Lincoln, it doesn't really matter. But here, you know, you want to talk about the depths to which they reach? You know, I will let you say the quotes. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll let you have the the Lee one, but I'm going to go for the Abraham Lincoln one because, as you know, everybody likes to tout him as one of the best presidents, and I think he was just a braying jackass for this one simple reason. His statement to the New York Times editor was, it is not my place nor my position to, or to uh, end the practice of slavery. It is not the moral prerogative of a president to do so. Then he also follows it up with another wonderful statement of, if I could keep slavery and reunite with the South, I would. Yeah. The exact, this is the, ama the, this is the Emancipation Proclamation man. Yeah, this is the freer of slaves. This is the exact quote. If I could save the Union without freeing any slave, I would do it. But Robert E. Lee said this. There's a terrible war coming, and these young men have never seen war Cannot wait for it to happen, but I tell you, I wish that I owned every slave in the South, for I would free them all to avoid this war. And he did free his slaves. Yep. But see, we don't want to talk about that. See, nope. History, history and what is right is written by the victor. And I want to know how the United States takes all the credit for the slavery throughout the world. I mean, let's be honest. Of the 12 million slaves that were done in the Atlantic slave trade, just of the Negro population, right? If we want to sit here and look at them, only 300,000 came to the United States. South America took the majority of them for mining, for purposes such as that, for slave labor, right? So why, are, why don't we see this down there? Do you want to know why? Because they would not tolerate it. No, <laughs> because they don't have the same freedom of speech that we do. <laughs> Well, considering that Brazil was running its own people over with tanks during the COVID crisis, yeah, probably not a good thing. <laughs> now, here's something. Now, we, we talked about the left. But the right is just as rabid, if not more so, when it comes to social media. They're worse because they gatekeep terms to suit with... I mean, the left does it too, but the right... The right uses terms like freedom and patriot and conservatism. All are good words, 
but they gatekeep their meanings to fit what their own agenda is. Because if you speak out against them, they're like, how can you be against freedom? Not against freedom. How could you be against liberty? First, you have the definition of liberty wrong. How dare you tell me? Like, like we had brought up Bryson Gray before and his whole biblical thing, right? You don't get to define conservative. Well, neither do you. You can't change the definition of, you know, if conservatism is a belief in conserving of traditional values, you don't get to change traditional values to be whatever you want. Traditional well, again, that's also subjective. No, 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 no. You and me go fight. You and me go fight here, Odin, because tradition is subjective to the individual. I, I will agree with you, but it's not shit you made up last week. Right? Tradition means it is passed down from one to the other, hence tradition. Right? You don't get to sit here and tell me that your traditional value... Uh, we won't go into tradition. <laughs> <laughs> now, you want to know something <laughs> funny, though. We, you bring up Bryson Gray again, and I, I, I know that I made content disagreeing with him. But never once did I call for a canceling of him. And I think that was my biggest wake-up call. Besides more recent events, but that was my first wake-up call when I realized that the right is just as guilty, if not more so, of cancel culture than the left is. Well, the sad part is that anybody who came and said what he said was wrong, but I still di I still agree with parts of what he said, they were instantly the enemy too. I have never hidden my religious belief, right? I am I'm a Christian, and I don't care if anybody knows, but... When I sit here and said what he said was wrong, but I can understand where he gets it from, I was an enemy. So for two weeks, anybody who was Christian and they sit here, they they said anything in support of the Bible, were instantly attacked. Instantly. By large creators who should, this should be below them. And small creators because they were their rabid fans, you know what I mean? Pretty much. Well, and that's that's what that's one of the reasons I say that it's if it's worse if like abysmally worse on the right than it is on the left because at least the left all agree what they're canceling, right? Fair. They are they are monolithic thinkers. Yes, and on the right, it is more like hurting cats because it's not like you can break leftism down into certain subcategories, but they all agree that the right needs to be destroyed. They all but agree. you can get the right. The right can all agree that the that the left needs to be gone, but they can never get past their own egos and uh, their own. No, you can't even get that they the left needs to be gone. You get well. Yeah, think about it. You and I argue all, for. We can all work together. Yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah. and I. You and I, the, argue. I knew you were going to bring it up. Look, 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 look. I wasn't going to say anything about it, but then you decided to bring it up. Like, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like you to know the only argument I have ever won with Odin, and I am proud and I will take it to my grave, <laughs> was that there is no common ground to ever be found with an enemy that seeks to destroy you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to see the good in people. Do you know how hard it was for me to sit here and be like, fine, fuck it. There are people out there that are going to destroy me. I can't be their friends. Got it. <laughs> I can only imagine because I used to be the same way. But I, I think that in some regards, the reason I woke up a little sooner is I've watched what they do. I've watched and I've sat there. I was in the middle of 
some of the riots I've, I've been there, I've seen it, I've watched them burn things. And to me, it was one of those just wake up calls. If you cannot, like these people will be the end of you. Dude, I, now, mind I, you, what's funny? I still don't think they should be silenced. Okay. Well, I say here, I watched live streams all the last summer. I was mods. Uh, I was a mod on several YouTube channels that covered the riots extensively. I cannot tell you the number of hours I sat in my chair and just modded comments and watched these riots go off. And even then, I understood that there were some people that I could that I could communicate with. But as you go deeper into their ideology and listen to them talk to each other at like three or four in the morning when the majority of their off audience is off and just listen and read the chats, they don't want to silence you. They want to end you. They want to put you in a camp. They want to re-educate you. They don't, they don't want to coexist. They want to dominate and you will be their serf. And it was, even then, I still wanted to see the good in people. And even then, I still sit here and saw what was going. It was, it was hard for me to let go of the, you know, I don't know how many hours we debated this. <laughs> dude, I was just thinking about that too. I was like, dude, they were countless, like all night arguments about this yeah. but and the the dumb part is, and and i appreciate it, and i've even said it when we were discussing it is like i love the fact that people like you want to see the best in other people maybe i'm just a jaded individual maybe i'm paranoid but it reaches a point where i'm like no no i don't want to hug a person that's trying to stab me in the back yep the farther that we go down this road of tyranny the more we have to be aware of who are our friends and who are our enemies because and ladies and gentlemen, don't don't get this twisted. I am telling you, I will just go ahead and come right out and say it. The people that you think are on your side right now will be the first people to turn on you when it gets tough. Okay? You cannot trust someone just because they say the right words. You cannot trust someone because they're friendly. You can't do that. You're going to end up fucked because of it. Or they say pretty words. Or they speak with certain accents. No offense. I'm just saying. Oh, Lord, honey child. Are you really going to break down into this? No, no, no. What I'm saying <laughs> is... It, it doesn't matter what they say. And it doesn't matter how what sort of feeling you get from them. When the rubber meets the road or the shit hits the fan, you will find out very quickly where people stand. And, and the vast majority of them? Will be wherever does them the most good. Because people are, you know, they literally ha are hardwired to preserve their own genetic code. They are, you know, programmed and designed to sit here and look out for number one. Altruism may or may not exist. The jury's still out. But to lay your life out for someone else willingly is a rare trait. And it's it's that it's a rare trait for a reason. We're not hotwired to do it. I can't help but think we've gotten a little off topic here. Let's 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 generate it back towards cancel culture for a second. When you seek to silence someone simply because you have no ability to argue with them with facts. 
or you seek to silence somebody because you know that whatever your argument is, it's going to be turned around because you do not understand your own position well enough. That is why I tell people, it's like, you can believe whatever you want to believe. And I will let, I will respect you for that belief if you can defend it logically. Because if you can, that means you've thought it through. And I'm willing to give you the benefit of the doubt, even if it disagrees with what my logic is. But so many times what we have are people that do not have the strength of their own conviction. They just regurgitate the same tripe that they've been told, the same line that they've been fed over and over and over again, to the point now where you've got people, people like JFG, oh, who could turn around and say, past. oh, yeah, I talk about blasts from the past. Yeah, people like JFG or, or creators along that, you know, leaders and people like that, people with a following that large, can go, you know what, I don't like that person. They need to be quiet. And then their rabid sheep fans. We'll cancel them. Okay. I'll say it this way. That's one on the right. I'm going to give you one on the left. Modern Warrior. Oh, shit. Here we go. I don't care. I don't care. Do you want to know why I don't care? Because he sends his followers, and he does it this way. I hope that you have the day you deserve. That is literally... I, I mean, you can't sit here and go, he said, get him! But when he ends a video with that, you know that whoever it's directed at, that person's going to lose their account. <laughs> and because they don't have a legitimate argument. They don't have a tenable argument. It goes against their narrative. Well, even they if have they no did, ability. that's not how they respond to it. No. I mean, not at all. They sit here, they straight go after attacks. They, they oh, it's much, it, it's it's much easier attacks. to silence them. I'm not, going yeah, to, I'm not going to attack your position. I'm going to attack your person. And at that point, you won, but it's a hollow victory because you're about to lose your account. <laughs> well, if you think about it, though, um, yeah, tell me about it. I, I've been on that end. But no, like you and Bert taught me something. Both of you taught me that attacking a person is, is, is a lowbrow form of argument. What you do is you attack their position, and that's where I learned, and yes, I'll freely admit, that's where I got a lot of my style where I will come after somebody's position. But how many times have you ever seen me actually have to throw out a, a personal attack and go after that person rather than their position? Very rarely. It does happen from time to time. Yeah. You could be relentless on it, or you could be a baby Huey. It doesn't really matter at this point. But that concept bothers me. Silencing someone because you cannot back your own position is is a distinct form of cowardice yeah tiktok should be like twitter before it was so heavily censored right in the twitter verse if you have an idea you can put any idea you want out there and you have to be prepared to defend it tiktok nope report block <laughs> scroll there's so many options you don't have to interact with any of the content you could just let it go on by but they won't they sit here and they feel that they've been slighted. They sit here and they feel that they, you know, they don't agree with How your position. How dare you think you. otherwise? They're going to block you or not block you. They're going to report you. They could have blocked you. It's not going to hurt my feelings. Block away. I don't care. Yeah, but, you know, what's funny about the leftists is the leftist will not, won't cancel their own. And that's why I say that I, it's almost worse. As a general rule, think about it. Now, there are some occasions where the leftists have canceled each other out. Right. But for the most part, they stand together. They're they're a monolithic organization. 
But you get conservatives and, and people on the right, and they'll cancel each other as well as the left. Yep. You don't agree. That's with why my, I say it's worse. You don't agree with my style of patriotism. You don't agree with my style of conservatism. You don't agree with my lifestyle. And because you don't, even though you're not attacking me, but because you don't accept my way of life, then I'm going to destroy you. And Pretty much. I know that there are people going to be like, oh, you're picking on the LGBTQ. No, I'm talking about the religious folk. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. I'll give you a perfect example. Let's talk about famous Christians. I, I know it's not your topic, right? But when it comes to freedom of speech, right? You have a man like John Christ who abused his power who was very popular. He's an internet celebrity. Uh, Clayton Jennings, right? Both are supposed Christians who both uh, abused their power. They went away. They did some therapy. And then they came back and they can pick up those positions of leadership again. That is totally unbiblical, but that is one side of the argument. On the other side, you have somebody like Tim Hawkins, who made a joke a joke. He's a freaking comedian. Made a joke about Lutherans, and they pull a gig from him, and they try to ruin his entire career. That is what's dangerous. If we can't laugh at ourselves, <laughs> what are we doing? I mean, let's face it. <laughs> Christians can be some damn funny people <laughs> when you look at their belief system. It's not well, I'm trying to bite my tongue because I'm not I'm not uber religious, right? But but on the same note, I think that's one of my biggest turnoffs when it comes to organized religion. I'm not anti-religion. I'm not an atheist. I believe in a higher power. Uh, I mean, for God's sakes, I'm a Mason. That's one of the tenets of being a Mason is a belief in a higher power, a supreme being that guides the universe. Right? <gasps> You're a Mason. So I'm sitting here. Shock. So I have, I have but, more conspiracy theories. I'm just kidding. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, what we do with the goat is not anything to do with ritual. It's just fun. Um, Wait, and... I have no. <laughs> <laughs> you can have more questions all you want. We can talk about them later. Um, my problem with organized religion is that when you start secularizing things, and that's what most religions have done, is they become very secular and, and they start denying their own teachings for the sake of being popular and in and you get that a lot not even just in religion but it's the hypocrisy for me that that's a major turnoff because then you sit there you listen and he's like so where did turning the other cheek go where did god saying that you know i i was i was raised a christian i was raised a seventh-day adventist right okay and, you know, the Bible is extremely important, but then I, I sit here and I listen to these these Christians and these people that are supposedly following God, and they they don't turn the other cheek. They don't love their neighbor. They, they want to judge everyone, even though the Bible says thou shalt not judge. You and I have gotten into this before about casting judgment, but when you realize that they're willing to turn on it and then they're willing to idolize individuals that violate every principle that's in the Bible. Think of Joel Olstein. You know, all these people living that have placed themselves in, in massive mansions, you know, you, you you sit here and you go, wait, but, you know, goddamn, if you say anything, if you say anything instantly, you're silenced, you're a heretic, you're evil. Yeah, the religious organizations of the world have it all on lockdown. 
And if you disagree with it, I mean, I bring up the point all the time. I say here to go, you guys talk about economic disparity and you want to talk about racial issues and that's fine. You do realize that the black church takes in $14 million every Sunday. And what do they do with it? Really? Does your I don't pastor, know, but the last, the last pastor, picture I saw. <laughs> does your pastor need a new jet? <laughs> new uh, suit? Or a multi-million dollar home or... Uh, a new jag that they can walk in with that purple suit. Yep. Like I, I hate secularized religion as much as I hate secularized conservatism. I and secularized rather, libertarian or liberalism. I would rather have somebody who believed biblical Christianity and was poor but stuck to their guns than would take social justice into their religion. Because it makes them popular and it makes them woke and it makes them, I would rather you stick to your conventions because the church was never designed to be mainstream. The Speaking of was which. supposed to be on the outskirts. Speaking of which, I'm going to stop you right there because I know I said that I'm not religious, but our next topic is going to be a lot into religion. And I'm kind of, let's go ahead and and save a little space for that and get everybody geared up and ready to go because this next one's going to be a little spicy. Oh, yes, we get to debate religion. (laughs) Are you ready to debate the heathen? With my (laughs) eyes closed and half asleep. You know what? Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) No, what's what's funny is here we are doing a podcast, right? And I don't hide the fact that I'm a Christian and you don't hide the fact about your religious beliefs, but you do realize that we decided to make our names after Norse gods. (laughs) 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 Okay, just just as a heads up, though, I mean, like my name comes from the uh, the Norse god of war and justice. Yeah. Yours comes from the Norse god of wisdom. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, they kind of just fit. It was it was a fun little jab. Um I thought it was interesting and a, and a nice little rebrand, but I'm curious. I'm curious how many people will wonder with you being as Christian, you know, a, a good god-fearing Christian and me less so. But I'm curious how many people actually wonder if we're pagans. Because the thing about this, how many people do you see on a regular basis that claim to be pagan and have no idea? I'd say it's just about as much as how many people I've seen that say they're Christian and have no idea what that means either. Oh, I don't even want to. I have a study that we can talk about next episode that talks about even though between, depending on the study, between 60 and 80 percent of America claim to be born again Christians. How many of them can answer biblical knowledge? Quick, uh, just a little spoiler. It's. Single digits. What does that say? <laughs> you get an asshole like me that just pops up and goes, hey, did you know what this particular Bible verse, it says this. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm looking forward to it, though. The next one's going to be a little spicy. This one, just uh, just as a quick clarification, again, I think I can speak for both of us when I say that cancel culture to us is the epitome of cowardice. Why would I want to silence you if I've won? Or, I want you to think about it. Or if you're an extremist, I want to know what your extremist views are so I can avoid you like the plague. <laughs> Thank you. If you're going to sit here and go, I believe everything that's in Mein Kampf, I want to know that because I want to know that when civilization collapses, who I 
can put in my book. Let's put it that way. Oh, Legally. Sorry, I'm not supposed to say that out loud. My bad. I call it shopping. You call it punching in the throat. Ah, it's just like, you know, No, I call it farming. putting it in my book. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, you know, it's farming. Proper farming. Fair. <laughs> but no, uh, I, I'm actually I could, looking forward to this next one. I could be like, you know, you never know. It could be gardening like the founder of Earth Day who killed his girlfriend and then used her for mulch. Wait, what? You didn't know that? All right, no. so that brings us to the end of our episode. <laughs> Hold on a minute. I want to know more about this. Look it up. The founder of Earth Day. <laughs> It's like a goddamn lava tsunami all over again. <laughs> Holy crap. Way to leave me on a cliffhanger, Odin. <laughs> all right. And with that said, we'll talk about it next week, I promise. Or next episode. I don't know why I keep wanting to make these weekly episodes. and We're talking way too much. So, all right. So, I'm Odin. This is Tia. And this is Winter Call, and we will see you next time. The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.